This week's parsha begins v'aschanon el Hashem. Moshe Rabbeinu imploring the Rabbeinu Shalom to reconsider his harsh decree and allow him to fulfill his lifelong dream to enter into Eretz Yisrael. In fact, Moshe doesn't just raise the subject with Hashem one time. He davens 515 tefillahs, the numerical value of Eschanan, for Hashem to nullify his decree. The Medish tells us that Moshe said, Rabbi you know the effort and the sacrifices I have made for you. The suffering I endured leading your people. Is this the reward you give me after 40 years of laboring for you? Moshe's argument was compelling. His intent was pure. His request reasonable. Moreover, if anyone could present a proper near-perfect prayer, it was Moshe Rabbeinu. The Rambam writes in his introduction to Mesechtas Avois that Moshe was the closest that any human being has ever been to achieving perfection. Moshe spoke peh el peh with Hashem as a trustworthy and loyal servant. And how does Hashem respond to Moshe's relentless prayers? The Torah tells us Hashem said to Moshe, Rav lach. Moshe, forget about it. I don't want to hear about it anymore. It's not happening, so stop asking. Moshe's tefillah is generally considered the model, the paradigm of all Jewish prayer, one we should all emulate. However, as we see, his tefillah wasn't even answered. His wish was not granted. He wasn't zoichet to enter into Eretz Yisrael. So how do we tell someone in his time of need to duplicate and strive to achieve this level of tefillah when it seems that it wasn't even answered in the affirmative? So let me share with you the story of an heroic and courageous woman by the name of Esther Waxman. In October of 1994, 19-year-old Israeli soldier by the name of Nachshon Waxman was kidnapped by Hamas with the ultimatum given for his release. Countless prayer vigils were held around the clock, as not only the entire country, but Jews around the world desperately davened for his release. Six days later, on Friday afternoon, his mother Esther Waxman asked the entire Israeli public, religious and chiloni, and Jews all over the world to light the Shabbos candles a few minutes early and have her son in mind in their tefillahs. Later that night, an Israeli commando unit raided the place Nachshon was being held. They immediately killed the three terrorists that were guarding him. However, when they entered the room, they discovered that they were unfortunately too late. Tragically, he had already been executed. Eden all over the world were broken and shattered. And there was great concern that there would be a crisis in faith. All those prayers, all those tears, seemingly for naught. Nachshon's mother, Esther Waxman, was interviewed by the Israeli media. And she spoke eloquently with such tremendous amuna. She said, I told my husband to tell Nachshon's Rosh Yeshiva that when he gives the eulogy, to please tell all our people that Hashem collected all our tears. And he did listen to our prayers. However, just like a father would always like to say yes to all of his children's requests, but sometimes he has to say no, though the child might not understand why. So our Father in Heaven heard our prayers, and though we don't understand why, this time his answer was no. Hashem doesn't always answer yes. Sometimes for our own good, he says no. Sometimes there isn't a happy ending to the story. Sometimes there's no baby born or a miraculous recovery. And even then, like Moshe Rabbeinu and the Waxmans, we have to find a way to put one foot in front of the other and remain Hashem's loyal servants. Because at the end of the day, we believe that all that Hashem does is for our benefit. Sometimes we see it right away. Sometimes it may take many years for us to realize it. And in some cases, we might not see it in our lifetime. 
but we have faith that he's listening to all our prayers and no prayer goes to waste. Moshe Rabbeinu didn't know it at the time, but he not entering Eretz Yisrael was the greatest chesed Hashem did for Klai Yisrael. In fact, it saved the Jewish people from total annihilation. Had Moshe led the Jewish people into Eretz Yisrael and built the base of Migdash, it could never have been destroyed. And Chas V'Shalom, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, would have had to pour out his anger on Klai Yisrael. However, now that there was a possibility of the Beis HaMikdash being destroyed, Shafach HaKadosh Baruch Hu HaMasayel Eitzim We celebrate the fact that Hashem took out His wrath on sticks and stones by destroying that grand edifice. V'loi Shafach HaMasayel Al Yisrael And not Rahman and Etzlan on the Jewish people itself. So in retrospect, we now see how all those tefillahs of Moshe Rabbeinu came to fruition. That's the message of Aschanan. That's the essence of our tefillahs, the faith and trust we have in Hashem. Even when we don't see immediate results, we still believe and we never stop praying and we never give up hope. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.